Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Jets podcast, episode number four. On today's show, we wrap up last night's game against Melbourne City. 3-2, great win over Melbourne City at Amy Park. We go through some A-League news, we talk about the English Premier League, and we preview next week's match. So the Jets are flying nice and high. So currently on top of the ladder, Sydney FC, they've had, a, they've had a good win today. After yesterday's game, the Jets were on top, but we're now in third position. But that's okay. We're wooden spooners last year, so I'll take third any time. So the Jets are certainly flying nice and high. There is no doubt about that. So memberships are still rising at the Jets. We're over, uh, well over 8,000 members at the moment. We still need an announcement on the new ownership structure of the Newcastle Jets, no word yet, or official confirmation that Dundee United, um, or the chairman of Dundee United, has uh, taken control of the Jets. A-League figures in general, 98,844 members. They've got a target of 125,000, so another 26,000 members to go for the A-League to hit their targets. And the Jets are currently 8,207. So just on membership figures, we all know that the AFL is way out in front with their um, figures. There's something like 800,000 members. I could be wrong, but it's uh, it's well into the three, the high three figures. Uh, Rugby League in recent years has started getting their, uh, their membership offering um, and their act together. It used to be called season ticket holders. Now it's memberships. It's interesting that when you buy a season ticket in another country, be it EPL, um, NFL, you don't get a membership pack, you don't get a hat, a scarf or anything. You just get the ticket and that's it. Thank you very much. So when we have a look at the A-League, uh, Melbourne Victory way out in front, 26,000 members. Sydney FC, 11,500. Wanderers, 17,500. And then there's a fairly big gap um, between everyone else. Jets are up there, over 8,000. Adelaide United, just under 8,000. Brisbane Roar, 5,000. That's not surprising, depending on... Um, or not depending on, but um, taking into account uh, their results the last few years. Mariners, surprisingly, only 5,600 members. I mean, I'm very surprised by that. And Melbourne FC, I'm surprised by that as well. The old Melbourne Heart, they're just under 6,000 members. Perth Glory, 5,200 members. Uh, and Wellington Phoenix, 3,000. Uh, 600 members so um, the membership figures for the A-League are looking healthy Um, 98,000 currently the target of 125,000 and members to go 26,000 they won't get the 26,000 if people don't sign up by the start of uh, of any football season uh, they're unlikely to increase those numbers dramatically because obviously season tickets are part of the membership so the longer you go without signing up, the less games that you're going to go to. So I want to clarify something I said a few weeks ago. Uh, Last Ticks was a website that I recommended to pe- people to go to and to sign up for um, on the chance that they would get cheap tickets to games. Well, that hasn't eventuated this year. 
Um, at the time, I said I didn't know if it was going to or not. Uh, currently, it hasn't. Um, but anyway, sign up for last ticks. Come to the middle and end part of the season. It's when the cheap tickets start to, to flood in and you can get three-game packages and six-game packages. So um, I'm currently not a member, uh, not because I don't want to be, just uh, I can't get to the games as often as I would like. So um, I still go to games. I'll just rock up and pay the price and go to the games. But um, encouraging membership figures for the A-League. Now, I don't normally do book reviews on the podcast, but there are two books I would love to recommend to you. Um, one of them is called The Manager, Inside the Minds of Football's Leaders, and that's by a bloke called Mike Carson. It's a very good book. The cover's got a picture of Jose, Sir Alex, and Arson on the front. Uh, the byline is or a little quote from 442 on the cover, more than a how-to guide, it's the depths of shared knowledge is huge. Illuminating, says the sports magazine, and compelling, says the observer. Now, what it is, it's a book about leadership techniques from uh, Premier League managers. We've got blokes like Brendan Rodgers, Roy Hodgson, Carlo Ancelotti, Big Sam, Harry Redknapp, and, of course, Jose and Sir Alex. So it's a pretty good book, um, highly, highly recommended, um, Inside the Minds of Football Leaders, the manager. The second book is by... Um, Sir Alex himself, uh, with Michael Moritz, and that's a book called Leading. I haven't started that one yet, but I have seen the the BBC documentary. Uh, it's called Leading, and it's by Alex Ferguson. So um, it's about management techniques and how we can transfer those into um, our daily lives and into uh, the business realm. Um, so, yeah, great book, great book uh, from what I've seen of it so far. The documentary was very good. If you can get hold of it, it was on the BBC a few weeks ago. Um, if you can't get hold of it, uh, send me an email to newcastlejetspodcast at gmail.com and I will uh, show you uh, how, how you can get that documentary. So, um, yeah, great documentary from the BBC about the great Sir Alex Ferguson. So on to last night's game in Melbourne, I haven't got a crowd figure um, for the game. But going by the membership figures, I don't think it was uh, it was too uh, flash. Um, just reading an interesting uh, Twitter from Mitchell Hughes from NBN. Newcastle Jets have now won as many games this season as the 2014-15 season. That's <laughs> that's uh, that's a pretty telling uh, statistic. But anyway, uh, the scorers were uh, Aaron Moy in the 12th minute, Mork 22nd minute, Kananovsky 58th minute, and Trufunukovic. I think that's how you pronounce it. The 74th and 79th minute. No uh, red cards. Uh, a few yellow cards. Hoffman. Uh, actually, I'm not going to read them all out. It's probably about half a dozen uh, yellow cards in there. Um, so, yeah, great, great effort from um, the Newcastle Jets. I'll just read you the final word uh, from the A-League wrap-up of the game. The Jets have now won three of their first four and are surprise leaders for 24 hours at least. Scott Miller has instilled a newfound belief in Newcastle as their stirring second-half comeback showed. The Jets will enjoy two home games over the next fortnight and can set them up for the rest of the season. John Van Chip should be disappointed with his side's inability to kill the Jets off in the first half after completely dominating the play. City struggled to run out of the game in the second half and substitutes 
uh, Gamaria and Decker failed to make an impact. Four points from the opening four games is an average return for one of the title favourites, and they will need to group ahead of next week's game against Adelaide, obviously talking about Melbourne City. So we move on to next week, next Saturday, at 5.15pm, the Newcastle Jets take on the Western Sydney Wanderers. Now, we know that the Wanderers fans do travel, and travelling up here won't be a big stretch for them. We should get another 10,000 um, at home at least. So get your tickets now for the Western Sydney Wanderers. So currently the Wanderers are in last spot. they played three games, lost two, drawn one. So we should get a result out of that one. But nothing's a foregone conclusion. We do have two home games in a row coming up. So we should be uh, fighting, fighting to get up to the top of that ladder. So the big news to come out of the A-League this week is um, the potential, what can I say, the potential um, kicking out of Wellington Phoenix next season. So the FFA potentially will not renew their licence, so it's essentially kicking the team out of, uh, out of the competition, which is all well and good, but they potentially want to bring in, and I say potentially because it's all speculation, bring in another team from Sydney, and the talk has been that a southern Sydney potentially playing out of um, the Cronulla Sharks' home ground uh, would be the team. So not surprisingly, the two Sydney teams, and um, more so than any other Sydney FC and Graham Arnold, have uh, complained that that may cannibalise the Sydney market. So that's the big news in the in the A-League uh, this week. Right or wrong, um, the Phoenix uh, will probably go. So as we've seen from their supporter base, they've only got 3,000-odd members playing out of Westpac Stadium, which is, uh, which is a massive, it's a big cake tin. So the crowd figures aren't that healthy, uh, and I would doubt that the television figures from, uh, from Sky in New Zealand are particularly healthy either. So uh, the experiment, uh, the overseas experiment with the, with the A-League has failed, as it failed with the NBL, with the Singapore Slingers, um, so when we talk about expansion, we need to be very, very careful that we're not expanding for the sake of it and trying to make our game a world game, which is already is, but our competition, um, a transcontinental comp competition, it just doesn't work. So if a third Sydney team comes in, well, so be it. That just means the other two teams have to become better at what they do. And that's what business and life is all about. If you've got competition, be better than them. So Southern Sydney has been identified as a uh, potential uh, for a third team. When you talk about juniors, they have more juniors in Southern Sydney than anywhere else. So the supporter base would be huge. Now, if that supporter base turns into people coming through the turnstiles, well, then that's a different matter. Now, if the team is run by uh, the Cronulla Sharks... That puts them, I would suggest, in a very strong position. The Sharkies aren't the strongest NRL team uh, going around, but they do own their own ground. So that does give you a fair bit um, of leverage. So potentially, uh, the Mariners... Sorry, not the Mariners, the Phoenix gone, and a third uh, Sydney team. 
So when is it their big news in the EPL? Jose Mourinho comes out today saying that the team uh, probably won't make the top four. And on grounds alone, you think that Roman Abramovich um, has grounds to sack him um, just by saying that. So the EPL, cutthroat, as we've seen with Brendan Rodgers gone. Um, Aston Villa have got a new manager. Tim Sherwood gone. And it's only the early part of the season. So um, EPL news I'm, I'm, I'm going to expand on over uh, the coming weeks. A lot of news. Sunderland in the in the past few weeks. Big Sam's got another gig. Uh, Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool. So the EPL, uh, the stories, stories galore. But uh, what I am am interested in, and I would love some feedback, um, is is I would love to put to put a survey out there. How many people actually subscribe to be in sports? Now be in, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Be in is the replacement for Satanta Sports um, and I haven't heard any more about Fox Sports' negotiations with um, the Premier League so those rights were coming up at the end of this year so I don't know if a deal's been done I think we would have heard uh, if it if it has been done but um, as with the NRL rights we're hearing uh, that a lot of interested parties uh, potentially will bid for it Netflix I've heard which, which I discount um, straight away, Google uh, talking about um, streaming rights again, I don't think it's very serious. But BN potentially could take the LPE rights, the EPL rights off Fox Sports, and then you're up for another twenty bucks a month to watch EPL. Uh, the sad part about that is they is they only have one channel and it's in standard definition, so you wouldn't get much live. Plus, they've got every other soccer competition, every serious soccer competition in the world: MLS, Serie A. Uh, La Liga, the SPL, um, MLS. So they've got everything. So all they do need is more channels, and they need and they do need a HD offering. Um, so over the next few weeks, I will explore that um, a bit more. But I would love your feedback on it. Who does subscribe to be in sports by Foxtel? So that's it for today's show. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can contact me at newcastlejetspodcast at gmail.com.